Well, welcome to the first episode of Psychic on the Scene with my co-hosts, uh, Michelle Lyons-Polito and D. Scott. Yay. And we will be discussing and talking about and bringing on special guests, all things paranormal, mm-hmm. things that my clients and Michelle's clients out in the field have experienced or that we have experienced, and we want to make it you know, more easy for people to um, understand, handle. So feel free on Facebook to send us your questions. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And um, so today we decided to jump into, we don't usually deal with it. Michelle and I are both psychic mediums, Mm -hmm. and we don't usually deal with the dark stuff, but we thought we'd start today with some of the scarier stuff or the things that people get more, (laughs) right, exactly, more hoogity-boogity stuff. (laughs) So I will usually start to get phone calls around new moons, full moons, saying mm-hmm. that they people have an entity or a dark, uh, figure, dark figure, right? Dark figure in their and um, they believe that you know it's something that's evil, negative. And then, of course, I have a powwow with Michelle, and I'll be like, "Why do they always think they always go right for?" It? I mean, obviously, it's Hollywood, and everybody's thinking exorcist and the Conjuring, and they're like, you know, I've got this in my house, so. Um, Michelle's talent and expertise and her gift um, that I send a lot of clients to is clearing and actually sending them to the other side. Yes. So if you'd like to talk about that a little bit. Absolutely. I think one of the most important things to explain to people early on um, when I get the phone calls and the referrals um, when they have something in their house is that there's, there's a difference between a spirit and a ghost. A person in spirit is someone who's their bodies died they've gone to the light through the tunnel to heaven nirvana whatever you want to call it but they are a light body and they are not stuck they're free to move about the universe on the other hand if a body dies and the spirit gets up and out of it and does not go to the light that is a ghost and that poor soul is stuck in the space between and it is suffering its death and it is sad lonely and stuck and those what I love to work with to, to help them to cross because they're just looking for peace. Right. And it doesn't necessarily mean that they're evil just oh, because gosh, no. they're noisy uh-huh. and, um, you know, there's there, and there's different people see like shadow mm-hmm. figures. You probably have heard of that. Um, D. Scott, you've probably heard or seen it on television where people yeah. see and they're like they look like midgets. <laughs> they're only uh, smaller. Yeah. They're smaller mm-hmm. and they move quickly and then they disappear. And sometimes they're out of the corner of your eye. Mm-hmm. So you almost think, geez, did I did I see that? But people will get a feeling or a sense in their body mm-hmm. and then they'll have um, things move. They'll have lights going on and off. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a structure or a home that was built in the 1800s where, you know, no, no. <laughs> George Washington, um, you know, had his last meal or whatever. It's, it, it can be a new development. Right. Uh-huh. And it's built near water, railroad tracks, all of those. Or has limestone and quartz in the ground. Oh, gosh. And it creates yeah. a kind of a, a buildup. And, it stores uh, the energy and then really? projects it. Oh yes, like really? like a movie, like a projector, a movie projector. Oh, I yes. had one that was really interesting. If you don't mind me jumping in here, I knew. <laughs> Were you I on do. a roll? No, <laughs> okay. um, never. <laughs> I'm just waking up. <laughs> it was actually like five minutes away from the studio, and I got called. Um, and I have a soft spot in my heart for any situation that involves a child because I was the weird kid that would wake up at three o'clock in the morning and there's people standing at the foot of my bed. So anytime I hear that, I'm there. You know, I just right. make sure I'm right there, <clears throat> either to do a clearing in person or a phone clearing. Excuse me. <coughs> Sorry. No, don't, um, don't apologize to me. I don't mind at all. And we, it was down um, by the river, 
right here in uh, Latham. And there was a little girl that was afraid to play in her playroom because there was a man yelling at her. Whenever she'd be in the playroom, he'd yell and he'd be mad and she'd cry and run out. I'm like, oh my gosh, what's going on here? So the woman, uh, the mo- mom had me come during the day and I walked into the house and immediately I felt a heaviness. And um, there were so many ghosts there and it's down by the river. So you've got the water, you've got stuff in the ground. And I was able to kind of go into a meditation and I could hear the man speaking to me and he was speaking in German Mm -hmm. and my grandfather spoke German so I I could recognize a couple of words he was saying to get out because when he had lived close by in the 1700s his house had burned to the ground and his daughter had died Mm. so he was trying to save that little girl he was telling her to get out he wasn't yelling at her he, well, I mean, he was yelling at her, but it wasn't in a bad, like, she right. was doing something wrong right. sense. It, it was, get out of the house. Yeah. Right. It's on fire. Right. Exactly. And Go. people will experience um, being touched. Uh-huh. They'll feel, like, cobwebs on their face in Chills. places that are haunted. You'll f- keep feeling like you got hair or something mm-hmm. on your face. Many times reported, as well as smelling things. You might hear your name being called <laughs> in another room. Um, I can't wait to go home. I know, exactly. <laughs> what's, what's really crazy freaky is if you go on a ghost investigation and you just think you're saying, hi, is there anybody here that wants to talk to us and tell us, you know, your story? You go home and they do the, the check on the, the, um, the recorders EVP, yeah. mm-hmm. and the EVPs come up where they're, they're saying things. So that kind of segues into one of the uh, people ask me all the time, have I ever been scared? Do I get scared? And I've been like this since I was three years old. Mm -hmm. And when I was a kid, I would get, um, I would see shadows moving in my my room at night and I would never sleep in the dark because in the dark, there was things darker than the dark. That's the perfect description. And I could feel it. Yeah. I could feel it like I couldn't breathe. Right. So as time evolves, I did, I raise my vibration. So I don't attract a lot of you know, icky, negative things. not a negative things, but I will, if I do feel <laughs> them or I go to a place that has a, a strong haunting or a, um, even sometimes where they've reported having a demon, I can kind of feel it, mm-hmm. you know, on the outskirts. So I <clears throat> went to an investigation it was actually for a press junket and it was a group of us there. There was um, other ghost investigators as well as a lot of technical equipment set up. So we just figured we'd put on a little show at this coffee house, mm-hmm. <laughs> not thinking anything would happen. <laughs> and <laughs> I went into the dining room area, and the place was closed. It was summertime. It was about 98 degrees humid outside, mm-hmm. and they had turned off the air conditioning in the facility so that it would not interfere with any of the sound equipment, anything else. So I sat down. And I had on, um, like, gypsy bracelets, big bangle bracelets, and I'm speaking, and I, and they had um, the ghost box going, which, oh, if right. you don't know what a, a ghost box is, it will, it actually, I think the way they describe it is it doesn't actually go through a radio station, but it connects. It that connects y- with, the, it's like static, it's white noise. Right. So it, it's like a host of, of words to choose from. And energy, spirits being energy, can pick those words and put them together and make a sentence and communicate right. that way. It's pretty so cool. it had been quiet. That really cleared nothing up for me, but okay. Okay. Oh, it it'll sound that's like fine. radio stations if you ever hear it. And it sounds like it's clicking through mm-hmm. one Scanning radio through. station after another. So if I said to them, how many people are here? Yep. Then you might hear, 
18, and it's a woman's voice. And then two seconds later, I'll say, well, what is my name or what is her name? Because you're trying to get validation that they are actually in the room. And then they might say, then it'll be a man's voice and he'll say, Michelle. Right. (laughs) Right. Or you'll hear Katie. So, and it's completely different frequency. So the expectation is that you may or may not, because the spirits are using, the ghosts are using the energy of all of the electronics Mm -hmm. to amp up and get their message through. To communicate. To communicate. So, again, I sit down, not thinking anything. (laughs) I said, (laughs) um, you know, how many people are here or, you know, what year did you die? Then I hear, I use the example, I hear 18 comes through. I said, does that make any sense? And everybody says no. And then one woman over in the crowd says, there's 18 people in the room. I went, oh, so meaning they had counted. They had counted. They they were giving me a validation that they were there in the room. So I could feel in front of me psychically two small children and a little girl in particular next to my left hand. And I said, there's two small entities in front of me, children, and they could see on the screen two blobs Uh. right in front of me that had just (laughs) shown up on the screen. Wow. Did not feel like it was malevolent. It felt very benign. And very childlike. And with that, she started to play with my bracelet. She started to, just like a little girl would do, just started to play with the bangle. And everybody could see it. They witnessed it. And it was caught on camera. Then I felt that there was somebody else standing behind him. I felt it was a male presence. Again, very kind. Mm -hmm. So those three recede. Not much sound is coming through on the ghost box. And then as they were tampering or playing with the equipment... I started to feel it again, another presence and a pressure on my chest. And then I started to feel my hair getting stroked. Hmm. Like full (laughs) hand stroking of my hair. When I tell you that that is not the norm, Mm -hmm. that is not the norm. (laughs) Trying to not act alarmed in a group setting when the psychic is getting freaked out. So I turned and I said, "Uh, there's something touching my hair. And he said, Katie, there's something, there's a, like an entity right on top of you, right on top of your head. And I said, you know, um, can you tell me who's now here? And it started to yell at me. And it's all recorded. And he first was speaking in English, and it was the same voice over and over again. It never switched to a frequency of a different mm-hmm. voice. It called me a whore. It called me a redheaded whore. Well, it said, um, it told me to get the F out. Yep. And then it started speaking in German. German. Yeah. And it was, we found out later, it was saying all the same things. In German. So, in German. <laughs> Just was to it, get it across. Was it Hitler? Was it? No, no. It was somebody connected to the property. Oh, okay. So we, uh, finally, you know, we leave. They did some research, and apparently the farmer that had lived there, his wife, who was a redhead, mm-hmm. um, had had an affair and I don't know if the children had passed from consumption mm-hmm. um, or, but there was, there, basically he had scalped her and there was a murder. There was a murder. Huh. So okay. that little thing happened. But, um, <laughs> but I, I will over tell you, I was, when I did leave there, I was very unnerved and had to uh, do a clearing on myself mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like a smudging because I did not want to bring anything home with me. Right. 
And that's another that whole oh yeah, that's another gosh. whole part of, yeah. of our work is every once in a while we get somebody and I think not meaning to because we're kind of a light that <laughs> they they just, you know, piggyback or hitchhike on home that's trying to figure out where they you know, to go. I, I call them hitchhikers because my, my husband is psychic. All three of my kids, the older two are going to yell at me when they hear this if they listen to my podcast, <laughs> feel energies too. And they'll bring energies home. And um, I always say, would you clear yourself, the conversations, I told you to clear yourself before you come home. <laughs> you know? Right. Because right. they'll bring stuff, they'll bring hitchhikers home. And one time um, on our street, People, there. I don't know. There's something with the power lines, but this this car was going really fast. It crashed. This poor woman passed away, and she had been pregnant. Um, the guy didn't die. Mm. He was drunk and on drugs. But I I just had this feeling. And we were home. We heard the noise, and then I, we looked out the window, and there was a white sheet over the poor woman. Mm. And all of a sudden, I saw energy rise up. It looks like when you pour cream in coffee. And then she started coming towards us. So she walked down the road, didn't cut across the lawn, and started coming up the driveway. And I could hear the gravel moving. And I have to say, that's one of the first times I've been really scared. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm terrified of scary movies, but I go into houses with ghosts and I don't care, whatever. But this woman... For the me. record, I'm more afraid of the living than I am of the me dead. Me too. <laughs> me too. So anyways, go oh ahead. My gosh. <laughs> so she came shuffling up the driveway towards me and I felt like a coward. I turned and I hightailed it back in the house. But then I just sat with the light on and did some clearing work and I was able to help her cross over. But she was just, um, it's like she looked up, she mm-hmm. saw me and she goes, you can see me. And then um, right. she moved quicker than right. a human can and she moved without moving her feet. They they call that um, funnel, mm. like a funnel ghost or a funnel energy. And mm-hmm. occasionally you'll see it um, caught in a photograph along with orbs, but it'll look like a spiral like up. Mm-hmm. And um, that's called funnel energy. But it's pretty spooky. Yeah, it is pretty funky. And with all of this, and you've heard this, if anybody watches any of the ghost shows on television, there's intelligent hauntings versus residual hauntings. Uh-huh. And an intelligent haunting is the one that was yelling at me um, and calling me a whore. How rude. <laughs> does he have my number? Um, does he know me? Does the underworld know me? Anyways, um, so that's the kind of, like they're, they're communicating, you can have a dialogue with them back and forth. Mm-hmm. A residual is what I always feel is in Gettysburg. Yes. And you, you go to Gettysburg every Gettysburg year. Gettysburg is my Mecca. And I, I <laughs> going feel like a lot of times with the residuals, they cannot be cleared. They're, they're so imprinted mm-hmm. on the area that those hauntings just keep looping like a tape yep. over and over mm-hmm. again. They are not aware of the living, and they're not trying to communicate. No. So you're in the middle of the field, and you'll see a soldier marching by, mm-hmm. and they are not turning their head. They're not looking at you. They're no not They're not whispering your name mm-hmm. where some of these other places, they're touching you. They're saying, I like redheads, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but who doesn't? Um Anyways, so that to me, I think is is really a, an interesting um, difference because mm-hmm. there's different way you're handling it differently. Absolutely, and um, I do a lot of clearing work on battlefields, but I think it's really important for people to understand that 
when I go and do clearings, I don't go and just say, okay, you're out of here. I ask permission. I, it's Humans have free will, whether the humans have bodies or not. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not like, you've got to get the heck out of here. I mean, I will have a conversation with the ghost that they don't want to leave, that they are torturing a child. You know, you're scaring the heck out of this child. But most of the time, they will go. Mm-hmm. But I don't impose my will on any other spirit. I just don't think that's... But how many times have you and I both had people contact us that will say to us, that they've got known in their home, say, three spirits, mm-hmm. and they want to keep one of them. Can oh, we clear the rest of them? Like they want to keep it like a pet. <laughs> it, it's, it's a form of, of like servitude as far as I'm concerned. And they're like, no, we really like Lily. Can you keep Lily? I don't have a daughter, so I want to keep her. I'm like, well, she's someone else's daughter, and they're probably yeah. looking for her. So I've been known to go out into the car and say, Lily, you want to go? I get a yes, and I, I clear from the car. Right. Like that one that we did together at that one shop where everything right. was haunted right even though the purses were haunted <laughs> so, yeah it's oh crazy gosh. but um yeah so and there's a difference like sometimes i'll go to a person's house and I'm like well we don't want you to get rid of my mom and that's not gonna happen it's like well your mother's in spirit she's a spirit body she's back in her true self i can't make her leave you alone nor would i want to because she's in spirit i'm here for the people that are stuck i'm ha- we're helping them to have free will and maybe we're the setting concept them free. is different because you know, like I tell people all the time, we choose our heaven when mm-hmm. we cross over. So Absolutely. if your heaven is your family, your family, you're going to show up at the birthday party, the wedding. Mm-hmm. That's their heaven. They're never going to miss those events. Yeah, they wouldn't have missed it in life. They're not right. going to miss it right. without a body. Right. That makes sense. So it's it's not the same with somebody else's family member, though they may feel, I think, like attracts like. They may feel as if they are akin to whoever's moved into the home. There might be a reason that they were drawn to a certain home, a certain oh, office, yeah. and and had those. Um, when I still worked for the Schenectady Chamber of Commerce, the building across the street had been purchased, <clears throat> and they were doing a renovation. And I was sitting in a meeting, and I'm ashamed to say I really was bored in the meeting. I, I had <laughs> gone on autopilot while they were talking <laughs> and letting my mind go. So I was looking out the second – we were on the second floor. I was looking at the second floor window – at the second floor of the other building. And I could, it was raining. And I could see this woman in the front window. And she was long, dark hair. And she was wringing her hands, looking down at the road. So I'm watching her. And I'm listening to the meeting. And I'm watching her. And then she moved a little bit. And there was a window on the other corner of the, the building. And then I realized she had no legs. I was looking, like, straight through her. And I realized she was a ghost. And I in the middle of the meeting, I went, oh! <laughs> and I turned around and I looked at everybody like did you see that nobody and they just kept right on talking I looked back she was still there she did not try she was a residual she did not try to look at me communicate mm-hmm. anything so at the end of the meeting I came flying down the stairs to tell the rest of the, the gals <laughs> in the office <laughs> about what happened and the other woman who did insurance I love her she was walking by and she goes are you talking about the lady that's in the building across the street and the other, the, the CFO in the office, we both looked at her and we go, yeah. And she goes, oh, I see her up there all the time. She thought it was a real person. Oh, my oh. God. I, I go, oh, you see her all the time, do you? And she goes, uh, what? It's a, don't, no, don't even tell me. Now I won't be able to work on the weekends when I'm here by myself. Oh, yeah, the, the lady that you see doesn't have any legs. Yeah, the lady, she doesn't have any legs or, you know, a body, full body. But And those residuals, if you walk in front of one they'll go right through you mm-hmm. and they won't even mm-hmm. know they did and it, that's a really weird feeling 
Right. It's a poof. Kind of a Kind of electricity. Poof, yeah. Yeah, the electricity. And like all, like your hair wants to stand up on end. So I I don't know about you. But I, in locations, will get a lot of... I don't know if you ever have had this experience too, D. Scott? Uh, I don't know. Do you have any ghost experience that um, you know of? It's like, I think the, the, the closest I've come to anything was... I think a day after my grandmother passed away, and mm-hmm. I saw her at my Little League game. Oh, in spirit. And like she nobody, my parents Aww, didn't see her or anything. So and it was special. like, I had, I remembered, I've been told the story. I don't necessarily remember it all happening, mm-hmm. but I was told I came off the field and I said that she was at the game, and my Aww. parents were like, huh? Because, <laughs> yeah, this happened, yet, like it literally happened like the day before she had passed away. Aww. And wow. I saw, and like, disrupt my routine so i went to my t-ball game mm-hmm. and played. oh you didn't know she'd passed no they didn't tell me anything oh, or whatever wow. and i mean i knew she was sick but she was mm-hmm. sick for almost my entire like, six years i knew her okay but it was like you know mm-hmm. i went to my t-ball game and played in the dirt and did all that stuff and then all it was the like because yeah. yeah, well i was it was t-ball like none of us oh, i, I was t-ball. out in the outfield picking <laughs> dandelions <laughs> and stuff but so cute but then it was that. like they were like okay well i guess we should tell him and that's when they were like no she passed away like yesterday wow and you know that that really brings up a unique perspective i think children have no filter see it sense it Mm -hmm. more and deliver it to their parents and of course we're in an age where many of them immediately go to that dark place like oh my gosh you know little bobby is going to be possessed by the devil (laughs) and that's not it's not the case i mean little bobby might be a little fucker but he's probably not possessed by personality yeah that just means don't give him a bionicle um but it's i think what happens is they have no filter so from the ages of three to six Mm -hmm. you are more likely to have paranormal um experiences Mm -hmm. where you are seeing and hearing and they will walk in the room and they'll say you know nona was just playing with me in the other room we danced and like wait no mm -mm." no she wasn't or they use a name of something that there's no way they couldn't have they could have known that right so i i that is that speaks right to that right and one of my favorite things to do in those situations where parents are freaked out and the kids playing with someone there's like they're using the name bobby that was my uncle that that died in vietnam i'm like well let's do flashcards let's get pictures and let's have one of bobby and just you know put them all out and say well which one do you see bobby here and I swear nine times out of ten, they'll pick out the right person. I agree with that, yes. So much fun to do that. And I think that helps the parents to to comprehend that it's not That's a great suggestion. Yes, because then I I think it demystifies, and that's a big part of what I want this podcast to be about, is that everybody is empowered and everybody has psychic ability. Everybody Mm -hmm. has ability in different ways. Absolutely. Some people just know things. Some people see things, feel things, smell things. Sometimes it's a combo. Sometimes it changes over time. Um, like, I was a very psychic little kid. I was a weird kid. Um, and then when I was going through puberty and all that stuff, it kind of quieted down. And then it came back. I think what really was a huge catalyst for me was when I was taking – I had my oldest child, and I had him at Oakwood Cemetery in Troy to learn how to ride his bike. Because it, you know, it figures no traffic. Well, doesn't he fall down and scrape his knee? And he's he's screaming and crying. And with him crying, I, I was just overcome with this feeling of dread. So I picked him up, took the bike through him, the car came home. That night, 
and I lived in a house that was built in 1899 when I was living in Troy, I woke up and there was a, a darker than dark figure standing next to my bed. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what really set me on my journey of doing clearing work because I had to get that that energy out of the house. And it was just, it was a ghost. I mean, he wasn't the nicest of ghosts, but he needed to go. But he was drawn to the, the crying child and he attached, boom, and he was home with us. Well, Oakwood's a good spot to find some Yeah, right? Oh, Oakwood, my gosh. Oakwood is one of those, it's magical. <laughs> See, yes. I, I played the bagpipes, so I spent a lot of time in cemeteries. Um, I play a lot of funerals, and I've had a lot of weird stuff happen there. And the, the pipes tend to wake people up. So I've been. Well, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. The bagpipes in the dead. <laughs> I love the bagpipes. Don't knock the bagpipes. <laughs> Don't. I, was, I wasn't necessarily knocking them. I kind of think you were. I think you were but mocking. If, if you're looking for something to wake someone up, <laughs> right? I think you're knocking. It's good instrument. Um, don't. <laughs> I remember I was playing. I was. I got to the. It was. Oh, it was no. It was St. Mary's in Troy, right mm. off. You know, right off of uh, Brunswick mm-hmm. there, and I went in and i'm tuning up the pipes i was just playing the funeral uh, at the cemetery so i hadn't been to the church i don't know i always arrive very early just in case i'm warming up and i look and there's this little old man walking towards me stopping and he's looking at all the stones he has a cute little terrier dog next to him like oh i want to pet the dog well he's walking walking and then i hear a noise and i look behind me nothing i turn around he's gone Hmm. i'm like what happened i'm thinking oh my god did he fall I, you know, do I need to call 911? So, and the stones aren't that tall in that area. So I go and I, I walk down. He's completely gone. He was, you know, going two miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And um, and that brings up the thing about, well, was was he a ghost? And I do think that he was a ghost. And he had a dog with him. And I get a lot of people saying, do animals become ghosts? I think that animals have spirits. But I don't think they become ghosts very often unless they die with, when their person dies. And if the person does, doesn't go to the light, then the animal stays with them. Mm-hmm. But normally, I think they're a lot smarter than we are. Animals, they just go to the light you know, without much prompting. Right. So, I don't know. Have you had experiences with uh, animal ghosts? I have. I have had times where I'm doing readings, and as I'm doing the readings, I keep feeling a cat... Like bumping my legs, Circling. so I actually think that they're down there, and I start to pet, like pet them, and they're like, "No, there's nothing there." And then it keeps happening, finally to the point that I have to say, "Did you just put your cat down, or did you lose a cat?" And they'll say, "Yes, you know, Fluffy went down last week." They are present as well. They they say, or I've actually had like a grandfather holding, you know, when I see them. Um, holding somebody's dog or cat, and I'll say they've got a white dog with them, and they'll say, "Oh, he hated that dog. That's my dog." <laughs> I'll say, "Well, he's got it in spirit with him." So it's again, it is all there's a continuing, and there the energy is all connected. Um, another part of this I wanted to bring up was people talk all the time about being woken by a sound. Mm-hmm. We're talking. I will be in one end of my own home and I will hear a conversation at the other end thinking that the kids have left the television on and so I go towards it and as you go towards it, it moves. Yeah, you can never quite you can't catch, quite can't catch it. And you can't catch exactly the what they're saying. It's like murmurs. Mm-hmm. So it'll sound like a woman and a man talking and then it, like, like a newscast almost and it's moving away. You never find mm. it. And you can't It's find so frustrating, it. too. Yes. Like, what the hell are they saying? <laughs> we have in our in home had the experience of, in the last few years, I don't know what it's <laughs> trying to tell us other than it seems to come to my, my children and myself at random times. We will get the sound of church bells. Mm. Hmm. So you could be, it'll be 11 o'clock at night, and 
the closest church is not that far away, but they wouldn't be playing. It's random times. They wouldn't be playing the bells at 11 o'clock at night. At 11 yeah. o'clock at night. And Sarah and I will be sitting there like watching a movie. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you'll hear it. And it'll be like disembodied. It'll be like in the middle of the room. Oh, so cool. Hmm. And it's only a few, you know, dings. And then it stops. You both hear it? Oh, many times we both hear it. Or Nicholas will hear it in the other end of the house. And then it stops. Oh, that's so, so cool. It's, it's one time, um, one of the most powerful times we heard the bells, had stopped at my mother and father's house. And there was a snowstorm. And it was just before the holidays and went inside and um, gave my mom and dad a kiss and said, you know, I I don't know if I picked up, you know, my mother bakes all the time. God bless her. (laughs) She's a throwback to another time and generation. So I think she said stop and pick up uh, a pie. So we stopped Mm -hmm. and picked it up and it's snowing outside. And as we walked outside, Sarah said, Mom, you can hear the bells. And we could hear the church bells. And it was at their house. Wow. And I said, oh my gosh. I said, this is like out of a movie with the snow falling. Mm-hmm. And with that, there was a one woman, why she would be walking, walking down my mother and father's street. And she was singing all by herself. Hmm. And Sarah's like, hurry up and get in the car. This <laughs> get in the car, get in the car. But I was fascinated because it was all of those things. Now, were they trying to tell me something? They could have been. It could have been just that my family in spirit was there trying to, you know, help or protect me or Mm -hmm. be a part of it. But it was, for a moment there, it looked like something out of um, a Christmas movie Mm. until I saw the crazy lady singing down the street. Then then we hightailed it to the car. The funny thing is when you get freaked out by the spirit and you jump in the car and you lock the door, it's like it's going to help. Right. like you're just going to come in. Because I've had that where I will be at a house and... If I'm doing a clearing, I've learned now to make sure I'm clear before I go. And then when I get in my car, lock the doors against the people, the human, you know, living humans. And then I'll douse. I I use a pendulum to douse to do Mm -hmm. a lot of the clearing work that I do. And I'll make sure I haven't brought anything home. Because it was one time when I was at that class with you you, at the Marine Corps place. Okay, yeah. Years ago. And I got in my car and I just felt unsettled. And I I looked in the back seat thinking, oh my gosh, is there a person back there? No one's back there, and I'm driving. And then I was going under a street light, and I just changed the, the, the light in the car, and I looked, and there was a man sitting there. Oh. Just in, in the center of the back seat, just sitting there. Like you were an Uber. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, like you were oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm a it's ghost a psychic, Uber. Yeah, it's a psychic Uber. <laughs> so, or a it's goober. A, a goober, right. <laughs> I'm still going to have to charge you fare. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just because seeing them in the rearview mirror. And I've had times where I don't want to do a clearing because I'm, I'm busy. Like I was, we're getting ready for a holiday. I think it was Easter. My husband had taken the kids and gone to my sister-in-law's house and we were getting ready to go to Gettysburg um, the next day. So I was just getting stuff done, the dishes, what, and it was dark early. And I could feel someone in the living room or the dining room like, nah, nah, I'll, I'll clear people tonight, whatever, leave me alone. I look and I was doing dishes and I could see in the reflection of the window in front of me, my dining room table, and there was this young Amish kid just sitting there patiently waiting to be cleared, white as a sheet, you know, wearing the hat, the, the whole... And I said, oh, my God, okay, I'll do it now. But he was just... And I felt so bad because he was probably, like, maybe 15, 16 years old, just waiting, waiting to go to the patient. other side. Yeah, he was very kind. He was such a patient person. Some of them, yeah, some of them really are. Well, was, I think there was his upbringing. He was Amish. Yes. I think was. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. Wait you could have had him churn some butter while you were waiting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I could have put him to work. 
Um, oh. Yeah, that's and and I do think that they all have different kinds. Of, so I guess the point of this, or to start off the first episode, is you and I always get calls about these dark entities. Yes. And, so people have got to stop watching movies and thinking everything in their lives Ugh. or everything they experience is, is something that's evil or scary. They were people. They, they were, were family members. <laughs> right. And spirits being reported or ghosts and sightings have been reported back into the Bible. Absolutely. And, then, and obviously then used in Shakespeare. So... This has gone on a lot longer than <laughs> movies like The Exorcist or whatever. So it's it's we need to be maybe better about not freaking out all yeah. the time. And it's understandable. It's a little startling, but it, yeah. it's not it's not something to be afraid of. Right. It's not scary like it is in the movies. I wouldn't dabble with a Ouija board. No. But I think as someone that doesn't have the gift that you two have, it's more of the unknown. As right. well, yeah. you know, Agreed. so it's because it, like things scare me and or like this is why I don't see scary movies because I'm like, <laughs> no, because I my I have to do my laundry in my basement. <laughs> and if I'm scared of my basement, Kevin McAllister style, I can't go down there. <laughs> I love that movie. It just completely threw in a Home Alone reference, by the way. Yeah. So, I love that. That's fine. But so I think, <laughs> but I think it's like, I think it's more of the fear of the unknown. Yeah. Not so much like seeing a I, but then again, I can also do slasher movies. I don't believe in Freddy Krueger's, but if I see right. something like The Exorcism of Emily Rose, I'm like, screw that. Somebody no, that said to real. me just <laughs> recently um, at one of the shows, they said, "Have you?" Um, I, they said, "How long did you have this?" I said, "I was three years old when somebody realized mm -hmm. I was doing this." And they said, "Were you scared?" I've never been scared, mm -mm. only because it's my norm. Right. Yeah. That's my way. norm is hearing people talking and dead people and, yeah, and, and wandering through the literally house. Literally laughing out loud, going, oh, that's so funny, all by myself. <laughs> oh, what, do you, what do you say? Sarah, the one time I was taking a shower and I was having a full on conversation with somebody in the bathroom in the shower. <laughs> Finally, she like comes to the door and she goes, Mom, who are you talking to? And I went, Oh. Like I thought I was doing it in my head. I went, um, yes, there's a woman here and she's she's you know, wants to talk to her family, so I was kind of getting the download, but I thought I was doing it inside. I thought I was doing it internally. Apparently not. Oops. And that's yeah. that's funny because sometimes sometimes you'll be doing a reading and it's a very serious situation when someone comes to you to connect with a loved one. It's it's very important, it's very serious. Mm -hmm. And um I never take it lightly. And they uh the, the, the young man came through. He died of an accidental um, overdose of painkillers after surgery. And he um, he was hilarious. <laughs> he was the funniest spirit I've ever spoken to. And he's making me laugh. And the poor family is sitting there, like, serious. <laughs> and I'm hysterical laughing. I felt like such an ass. But I said, was he really funny? And just to bring up a whole other bent, um, I, I think we both believe in reincarnation and past mm -hmm. lives. He was saying that he wanted to come back sooner rather than later. He wanted to be his own niece or nephew. And, um, and he was saying something, what he said to prove that it was him to his sister, he simply said, I hope I'm born a girl so when I get boobs I can sit home and play with my boobs all day. Oh. And that's what he said to me. Okay. Which is the, <laughs> yeah. So I'm laughing 
hysterically and she goes oh my god he always used to say that i know it's him and see that was his a validation evidence. that was and that was, <laughs> freaky validation but it's a validation wasn't it weird so that's you feel like a lunatic sometimes because you're sitting there laughing because they're doing these weird things and these grieving family and you're, you're laughing like an idiot yeah. you know, at least me that's what right I do. right sorry, exactly sorry for your pain but your son is it's hilarious, hilarious. <laughs> we I, when I go to some of the homes, people will say, well, you know, the, the child or the family is seeing. And I, I explain to everybody that it is like stranger danger mm. and that they can be empowered and mm-hmm. make the spirits or the ghosts, I should say, go away. And that it is your time and they don't, they're gone. They, mm-hmm. they can't reside there anymore with you. And just by creating mm-hmm. clear boundaries, absolutely, the children and you doing that with them. It really does change the whole dynamic. Like they're not living in fear anymore, mm-hmm. and the Power. child isn't going to bed scared anymore. That they say, well, you remember what you know, Katie or Michelle told you. You tell them that they got to get out of here and they got to go home. And when they start to do that, it really does stop. It, it helps. stops all of that activity yeah. mm-hmm. around the child, around the home. I will say that once they start to have that. They have it their entire lives. I've been doing it long enough that the kid that was eight years old when I started this is now a teenager, and they are coming back now because the child moved to Boston, is staying in a a dorm in Boston, and they're experiencing similar things that they did when they were little little kids. So it does keep coming back. It never goes away. But everybody is psychic, so... Yeah, and everyone has a, that ability to, right. to connect. And I think fear is the enemy. I've always felt that. Because when you feel fear, the learning stops, the understanding mm-hmm. stops. And I think we both agree. Like, I, I would never play with a Ouija board. I did when I was a kid because I didn't really know better. Mm-hmm. But and it said I would marry someone from high school and have three children. Well, my husband and I graduated from high school together. We, got married, we re-met at the 20th reunion, and I have three children. So... I can't say that it was wrong, but I get so many calls on Saturday and Sunday mornings from moms. My daughter was at a sleepover. They play with the Ouija board. Now there's dark figures in her bedroom at night. Right. They can't sleep yeah, and they can't after sleep. they've messed around with the Ouija board. A lot of it has to do with people doing it. If you read the back of that, it's absolutely hilarious because like, it is a game by Hasbro, I yeah. think. Seven, up, seven and up to, yeah, right. to summon the devil. <laughs> and uh, you can Just summon kidding. a demon. Yeah. And um, But it... it, it makes it seem like it's just a little game yeah and not a game it's not a game so you need to know what you're doing you need to be cleared you need to be you need to do that prayer protection ahead of time Mm -hmm. the other part of that is well i should say is i did another podcast with two other people before so i brought one i had to go out and buy it (laughs) first of all trying to find one was almost impossible and then Oh, yeah. You can't find them just like I thought you'd just find it like in Target. Toys R Us. I actually got it at Spencer's. Mm. I do a lot of shopping in Spencer's. And um, <laughs> and just right. a side note. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so I, I got it in Spencer's. I brought it. And I said, and I that was I brought your dowsing rods. I oh, did crystals. Right, yeah. And I, I talked about the candles and what you do for the new moon. And I said, we'll do this, too. So when we did it, I did not think it was going to work at all. It worked. It actually amazing? answered questions. And at one point, it was with Beth, Bethany and Marissa. Yep. Um, I think Bethany was like, I got to go to the bathroom. So she got up. She left. So Marissa and I were sitting there, and anything we asked, the Ouija board would not move. Really? It wouldn't do anything. Without her. And we, I said, I wonder if she's the key. 
And she goes, hmm. let's wait till she comes back. As soon as she came back, it started to move again. That's wow. amazing. And we were, when I say to you, you know, everybody goes, you're moving it. We barely, all three of us, had even our fingers touching um, the, the called planchette. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's what the, it's called. Heart-shaped. And to, you just have to touch it light enough to transfer your energy to it. Right. Back a long time ago, they used to say you could balance it for if you did it by yourself, balance it on your knees, which I'd have to think would be kind of wobbly, anyways. Difficult, yeah. And um, and you didn't even have to put your hands on it, and it would move on its own. Huh. And that was one direction, but they were called witch boards. Right. Um, and yeah, just they work many times in homes. My belief is people that do not know what they're doing, they are attracting low, low vibration energies. energies that are liars. So they'll say, I want to speak to George Washington. And, you know, it's some guy, Joe Schmo, that's passing by the board going, I'll be your George Washington, baby. And they jump right in, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm George Washington stay. all day. Yeah. So, and they're liars. And then they get people addicted mm-hmm. to it mm-hmm. like they they and they they, they actually believe they right that they pull people into that so there is a little bit of a a, a danger or darkness with it yeah just you know if you want to play with it just be only careful. i'm addicted to is dunkin donuts oh my gosh i know you got me drinking the cappuccino mm-hmm. now it's like so um, good but anyway so it, hmm. it is not a it's the only thing in my house of anything i have in my home that i can say to my children don't you you want to play with that? You want to touch that? And they, they, no. <laughs> mom, don't even kid around. Uh, so let me take that out. We'll just take it out and we'll see what happens. No, mom, no. I swear to God. Mom, don't take that out. So I have it I have it displayed on a shelf. Do you really? Yeah, it's still in the box. So as Sarah's <laughs> friends or Nicholas's friends go walking through the house, they're like, your mom has a Ouija board? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should mess with it sometime. Oh my That's gosh. why he calls me Mima Spooky. Yeah. <laughs> so, have you had any ener- uh, experiences with energies coming through uh, TV or radio? Yes. I, yeah, we can't watch the ghost shows anymore because they come through, unless I'm in the mood to do clearing, because they'll come right through and into the house. Hmm. Any of the ghost hunting type shows. Um, what, tell, this, tell the story about what happened with you. And there was one that I actually had to call you about at my own house where I wound up having um, a Templar night, and he had had the whole oh, that's headdress. right that's right well i was watching the show and it was i'm sitting in the room and mm. all of a sudden i looked up and there was a there man was. standing in the corner and he had on it was the goat head mm-hmm. yep which is mm. horrifying yeah, to horrifying see. and mm. yeah, well here was the stranger thing i was completely calm that's how you know it's real and i was like <laughs> i'm serious hmm, where would i have picked up you know, a guy with a goat was, head. Yeah, a guy with a goat head and one of those <laughs> sacrificial robes on. Hmm, that's interesting. Beep, beep, boop, 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 Michelle. I need you. So oh I picked it up from somebody who had that. Mm-hmm. And when I, she said, he must have been conjuring. He must have been messing around with the guy I read for yep. or mm-hmm. I was going to. With By God, energy. he was. He lived in a house that was haunted. When he was renovating the house, he found a pentagram on the floor. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they went wild with it. Good times. (laughs) That's right on the real estate market, right? Anyway, so um, that was a trickier one because it started to take over his personality. This young man, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. And I I wouldn't call it like a possession. They just kind of step in, and it's it's a channeling. And I don't channel very often. And Mm -hmm. that's when you let someone sit in on you. I've done it a couple times. Um, I tend to 
let suicides kind of channel a little bit because I always feel I've soft spot in my heart for suicides because I think as soon as they leave their body they regret it not because it's a sin they're in purgatory or anything just because you know from a different perspective you know they think yeah. see a better choice so I let them sit in me for a moment to feel alive to make that choice of maybe I shouldn't have then they go to the light because suicides can be a little tricky to help cross over because of the heaviness and the guilt and the I, sadness. I'll tell you my experience with suicides is is actually different it's I have had them all everybody goes home mm-hmm. everybody goes back to God mm-hmm. nobody needs it more than they do mm-hmm. and they're the first ones to go home oh, and so wonderful. I've never had them be stuck in a purgatory or transition I think that's those are the ones I just get called on. Right. For my, True. You know. Right. And there may have been other issues, too. Exactly. Um, but I think I remember that one being crazy. Then I remember <clears throat> one where I was working with a – we were both working with um, a ghost hunting group. And I got an email that said, oh, these people are experiencing this. The little girl's getting scratched, all these horrible things. Can you meet us tomorrow? And I said, yes. Mm-hmm. And I read the email to myself, and then I stood up and I read it out loud to my husband. I said, do you know where this address is? I said it out loud, and immediately I just felt like the house, my house, just shifted. It was a complete energy shift. The dog went crazy. He sat at the front door, barked, and the cats ran downstairs. And my son wouldn't leave us alone, my youngest. And then he had to sleep with us that night, and he kept saying, why is there a man floating outside our window? Mm-hmm. All these things he's experiencing, I sleep like crap. Well, when I go to the house the next day, I meet them. Of course, it's an, it's an Amityville horror-shaped house in Troy. Everything that I was experiencing that night is what they had been experiencing. So by saying that out loud, the address out loud, it came right through. Wow. So isn't that wild? I mean, that's but that's exactly it. I said, okay. One other time, I, I was doing this for um, Scary Toga magazine, mm. and I, I don't I don't know if I was requested to, but one of the articles I did, I, I wanted to do angels versus demons. And there was a there's a speculation and some belief that demons are actually fallen angels and mm. so I was reading up on the material, a lot of material oh, there from is. different cultures and so I was tr- I really like to delve into it. So I'm, I'm trying it. to research it. I suddenly realize I'm home all alone. <laughs> just with the lights on and I'm reading this stuff about you know demons and and really heavy stuff and the dog started to act strange oh, and I started to hear somebody walking around in the kitchen I'm alone <laughs> and it's almost three in the morning and I'm like oh, oh dear. so I turned everything off I did lit the candle. I did a, a quick smudging, and I said the prayer. And I was like, "Yeah, I don't know what happened. I didn't mm. mean to. I didn't mean to invite anybody here. <laughs> I was just doing research. <laughs> Leave me alone." Yeah, they do. I mean, I, you know, I hate to say I don't believe in things. I, I stay open to most things, but I really prefer sticking with the positive right. energies. Like, I, there are the negative energies and entities out there. I think of them more as an, like fleas and ticks. Mm-hmm. And they feed off of fear, so it's important just not to be afraid. So some of the upcoming shows, kind of transition a little bit here. Um, We are going to have Jake Paul with us for our next show. He will be talking about angels and um, angel energy and healing. Mm. He is um, certified, and he is a sweetheart. I adore him. And hopefully get some other tarot card readers in. Yeah, that'll be fun. And people maybe that do some healing and Reiki to get some other perspectives. Even um, 
something maybe about horoscopes. I really want to delve into the relationship, the empath, attracting the narcissist. Oh, absolutely. Because we have a lot of that. You and I get, (laughs) I at least get a lot of phone calls about, I don't know why I keep attracting the same person over and over again. Same person, different body. Physician, (laughs) heal thyself. Um, So it's, it is, I think it's timely, and I think it's yeah. uh, we had a real rough year energetically, and we, we sure just did. came out of it. The shift just happened. Praise be to Jesus <laughs> that it finally God, it was it was rough. That was a really rough year. Really rough year, and and it was a good year in the sense that I think people purged other people, and they purged yeah. their way of thinking, and they are developing new skills as a result of maybe not having it so hunky-dory right the, the the road was rocky so now they're deciding to drive on better roads right i so. have no idea what the christ we're talking about right now <laughs> no, no. you didn't feel the shift this past year no you didn't feel shitty well you you you're he's always ha- happy i know you're probably in a happy place no not always well no. this past year from february to september ish mm-hmm. there was seven planets in retrograde Yep. And if I misspoke, I, I apologize to all my astrological friends. <laughs> there were seven planets in retrograde, and the energy literally felt like it was shutting down. It was and hard I'm to a, breathe. Right. And I'm a fire sign, so I'm mm-hmm. a Leo. I'm a water and, sign. And <laughs> water signs typically will feel all of those shifts. Mm-hmm. Fire signs, we're like badasses. We're like, oh, does that help <laughs> Oh, good for you. Mm-hmm. I'm over here. I'm going to play kickball. So, you know, I'm like, in we bed. just don't give I'm a shit. <laughs> It, we, and the, the saying is we burn through it, but water signs feel everything. Uh-huh. But this past year, because of how the planets were, mm-hmm. everybody felt it. It was, if you normally have things that you actualize and things come easy, it did not come easy. So it didn't matter if it was in your job, if it was health, it, it didn't, every aspect, money, hmm. things kind of shut down yeah. over the summer where here we live in the Northeast, yep. everybody's out at the track, people weren't going out. People were like, yeah. And shut down mode at home. Yeah. Everybody kind of stayed in. They didn't do the travel as much. They didn't, they they really played it low key or stayed close to home. Okay. And then once we hit September, the planet started going direct. So you started to feel like that, like we did as we were kids, that back to school kind of like starting over again. And it wasn't until November that you felt like you were up and running again. The problem is then you're in, you're hitting the holidays. Right. So whether you're hitting stress. Christmas, Hanukkah, all of those, it's stress. Right. Mm-hmm. So your whole mindset shifts to the other aspect of money and the end of year. And so everybody was into that. It wasn't until we evolved an entire year, until this past February, that we finally felt like... We, broke, oh, we could breathe again. We broke yeah. free from it. Right. Hmm. So when the planets are doing that... It, I, <laughs> to tie in with hauntings, when we have the new moons or Mercury retrograde, mm-hmm. again, you're going to learn so many yeah. things, <laughs> so many things hanging out with these crazy chicks. And um, so you will have people calling up saying, I can't stop dreaming. I'm not sleeping. I'm getting woken in the middle of the night by there's, a spirit or voices in my house. I'm being touched at night, all kinds of things. And it's not their husbands. Yeah. Because um, they're touching me. <laughs> I already know, bitch. Oh, um, anyways, so it's, it's, there really is, it's significant. Like I can read about it and say, oh, it'll probably not be nothing. 
we will all we how we say it's the God Squad, but we ha- we work all together, <laughs> yeah, we and we'll be texting each other saying, "Are you getting a slew of phone calls mm-hmm. about, about you know cheating wives, cheating husbands, suicides?" Yeah, they're checking each other's phones. Like people go through a paranoia mm-hmm. during a like a new moon, and they're saying, "I think he's I think he's cheating. I think he's well." And you want to say, well, bitch, if you think he's cheating, then just, you know, be done with it. Then what, you're agonizing over this. There's Why something clearly bothering? not right. Right. <laughs> and that's got nothing to do with the moon and <laughs> the stars. Which right. it's re- what is amazing, though, is that, like... Is he wearing new underwear or, or no underwear? <laughs> is he suddenly working out? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll be like... Um, I'll just be overwhelmed with something, some kind of weird thing. And I'll text her, are you feeling this? She's like, oh, my God, yes. And it, it's it's just so reassuring and affirming to know that it's just not us because i mean sometimes i think about what we do and it's easy because it's what we do and it's much easier than sitting in an office all day but you think about it it's hard you put yourself on the line you walk into a room you don't know what's gonna you know how it's gonna go but it's just nice to know you're not crazy because sometimes i'm thinking am i making this shit up when i when i started and and the youtubes but i started psychic on the scene was really because people all were having personal um, experiences that they wanted to share. And I became the spokesperson for, you might think this is crazy, but <laughs> you're the only person I can tell this to. So they will purge whatever they've been carrying, whether they saw a spirit, they saw an alien, they, mm-hmm. they felt weird things, and they <clears> will <throat> share their stories. The thing is, everybody has a story. Everybody yeah. has something yeah. that's Everyone's, happened to them yeah. that they don't realize it. because nobody's talking about it. Nobody talks about that stuff. And that's the worst thing is silence and, and not sharing because once we start a dialogue, and that's, I think, why we wanted to do this was to start right. a dialogue and to get people talking about This is all normal. This is this is day-to-day normal stuff. Well, it's not that normal, Michelle. No, I guess, <laughs> you know, it's hard. It's not that normal. I'm so used to it, I, I forget sometimes. I think the funnier, th- wait, I think the funnier things are is when I'm, because I'm, I am, Michelle's happily married. I am single. So I'll be out dating and somebody will walk up and go, so what do you do for a living? Whoa. And my girlfriends will start <laughs> laughing. I'll go, I'm a psychic medium. No, really, what do you do? Um... I'm a psychic medium. <laughs> All right, then don't tell me and walk away. Oh and that has gosh. actually happened to me. Oh, no. And then the other one is, of course, well, if you're psychic, what am I thinking? Oh, I it's hate like, that. Oh. I'm not a mind reader. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you're going to go to jail. How about that? <laughs> what am I thinking? I'm thinking you should cover your nuts right yeah, now. Exactly, right. That's funny that? that you say that because when I was single years ago, um, I years before that, I worked with the vet and I would, this is completely unrelated to the subject, but I would... You know, we'd, I'd help neuter cats and dogs. And the, the, I was working for all male vets. So they liked me to do the neutering. And I was very good at it. Very thorough. Made sure that, you know, there was no complications. <laughs> and so I learned know. I learned very early on. When, when people ask, you know, some slimy guy you didn't want bothering you. I said, what do you do for a living? I neuter cats. Boy, they're out of there in a second. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. Oh, I'm probably going to do the next podcast in a different room. <laughs> <laughs> no. There'll be a glass like window up between us. Do you have things, as we're sitting here talking, do you have things that you were thinking, like, how do they do that, or how does that happen? Or any questions? Any or, questions for us? Not that I can think of right now. Okay. But I may have had them as we were talking, but I didn't want to interrupt. Oh, you can always oh, interrupt. Yeah, but now at this point, and, and it sucks because at this point, like with my short-term memory, that it's like <laughs> oh, next oh to none. God. I don't remember. It's okay. So it's not okay. I'm, we're oh, so opposite. Wait, are you gonna yell at me? <laughs> yeah, we're so opposite. <laughs> I expected so much more. <laughs> 
But no, and well, I think that's what it was though, because I was I didn't want to disrupt the flow of what you two were talking about. We're moms; you can always interrupt us. We'll jump right back. But in. I'm, I'm pretty so. sure it's more or less like me going. That's like it's it's weird. The normal like the the norm for you is not the norm for me. You know okay. what I mean? Like it goes back to the the scared thing. Yeah. Where I'm sorry, but like if dead people want to talk to me, I'm freaking out. Like just a little bit. Right. Where, Except unless it's some sort of sacrificial guy with a goat head. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'd have ran right through the wall. I, Daffy I Duck don't know style. what I was watching. It was the one with, I, I can't he's remember. the cutie pie. I think he. I think he's so friggin' sexy, covered in tattoos. Uh, oh, Ghost Adventures. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't, I can't think of his name. I don't know. It's I don't horrible. watch it. I'll sleep with you. No, I'm <laughs> um, I don't know what your listening. name is, but I'll sleep with you. But I was watching the show, and it was, it was one of the ones that was, it was highly like haunted it was a known facility mm-hmm. and as i'm i'm looking at the television straight in front of me just over the left hand side is where the door is there he is and there he is he was standing right behind the door just like this it was like something out of a movie yeah. and i thankfully had the phone there and i was like oh oh okay <laughs> i don't know if i brought you home or you're something that i'm going to be dealing with hmm. i have a friend who can take care of you yeah Oh yeah, I. That, there's some wonderful. Sca- I, I like the challenge of being a little scared going mm-hmm. to some of some of the the clearings. I just like to see, you know, because I don't think we're ever bored. No, we're never bored. That's that's for darn sure. And that would be the worst thing I think would be bored. Well, I mean, being would, bored. I mean, you want to talk about going to work and having it be different every time. Mm-hmm. Like my job is the same but different every day when I'm right. in the air because but it's the sa- I'm doing the same thing. Yeah. I'm just doing it differently by saying different things. Your right. job is literally different from case to case. Yeah. Yeah, true, that is true. From person to person, from reading to reading, it's yeah. different. Where I get similar symbols, mm-hmm. and I say the similar, and all psychics do this. We say the same symbols over and over again mm-hmm. because um, that's our because that's our dictionary. dictionary. <laughs> and so, but you're right. Everybody's a little bit different. What they what they want is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that is true. Even if you like, I went to a party like a psychic reading party they have me come i read for and you know, we both do this you read for um you can either read for the whole group or each person individually One at a time. and um, my mother used to have those at the house that was always fun i, had to, I love <laughs> I that bet. stuff but yeah. it, was, it was like 12 12 people I, no i was like, oh, that's a lot. And she's like <laughs> tina's coming over and i'm like cool and then it was like five six seven eight nine how many of her friends she could get over yeah, right and i'm like I'm going to my friend's house. <laughs> I'm getting out of here. My favorite thing is when the kids come running in and they don't understand who what's I'm, happening. Who, yeah. what's happening, and they'll answer the door. They come in, they'll go, "Mom, the sidekick is here." <laughs> <laughs> Not the so the I keep thinking, like, I, I didn't think of that right. The psycho's here. Um, yes, I am. I also tell, I usually tell children that I'm a mermaid. I'll say, "Oh, what's your favorite Disney character?" And they'll look at me with the friend and they'll go, "Ariel." And I go, "That's good. I'm a land mermaid." They'll go, mm-hmm. They never question it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I picked a little, little girl the other day was playing, and she goes, "You're a mermaid." And her mom and the grandmother started laughing. I go, "Yes." <laughs> and nobody corrects me. I got Everybody's my legs like, right now. Yeah, exactly. She goes, "Where's your fin?" I go, "I don't have it on all the time." <laughs> Just keep so it going. I love about Just kids. Keep it, yeah. <laughs> so like Daryl Hannah Splash. Yeah, exactly. Yes. That's my that's my gig. Got oh it. Got it. But I just keep having kids do it. But anyway, so when we go to the houses, they can't understand why like Nona, 
mom, right. you know, Auntie Rose are all going in that separate room to talk to me. And they're like, I want to go in the room. I got it. Like, I understood it. Like, it, it was pretty much broken down to me. And I knew my mother's friend, Tina Edwards, was a psychic. Mm-hmm. And I knew why she was coming over and what was happening. And I would get this all the time. My mom would go, you want to sit with Tina? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> I had a little five-year-old come in at a reading um, party reading I did a few weeks ago up in uh, near Saratoga Lake. And I had told her mother years ago that she was going to have a baby girl. Mm-hmm. And... I think you know who I'm talking about. And I said, I saw you um, being held by, I forgot who it was in spirit before you were born. And she goes, I know my mother told me, so I just have to give you a hug. So she came over, she gave me a hug. And she's five. She goes, so what do you see in my future? (laughs) I left my butt off. It was the cutest thing. She was so into it. And she was probably my favorite you know, I kept a sheet for. one time. A little boy left it for his mother. Oh, my And goodness. he said, I, these are the questions for the psychic. <laughs> and he wrote, it was written in crayon. Oh, my gosh. And he wrote so up all sweet. the questions. And I actually took a picture of it. And I posted it years ago. But it was great questions. Will I be a police? Yeah, like, what am I going to do when I grow up? <laughs> and, you know, will I be healthy? Will I, whatever. And, but it was so cute that he left this because he couldn't he didn't couldn't, couldn't get a there. reading yeah right. couldn't be there and uh, yeah oh. I just thought that was adorable those are my favorite and, and I truly the older I get I want to be that like grandma but I I get to the house and I want to hang out with the kids I want to talk to the kids Me because too. they're so, so much fun they're so much fun the energy and they're and they're honest there's no there's no games normally they're just they are what you see is what you get what you hear is what they're thinking and right. I, I really like that. But. Well, I mean, like, and do you talk to them about, like, the other, the spiritual stuff if as well? Because if they ask if their moms and dads if, are really open to it, they'll be if, like, oh, you know, little John has been waiting all day right. to ask you questions, and I'll, and I will actually say, is it okay for me to, right. they'll say, oh, yes. We and you have, want an adult present. Like, oh, right. no, so we who, have a client. How many people do you see in the house? <laughs> well, we have a client whose little boy mm is amazing he is he's really probably going to grow up psychic. to be famous and yes. how old is he five uh i think he's seven now okay yeah and he's I amazing think. and he has seen for years what he called I, and she won't mind stephanie won't mind that was yeah. dead mickey dead mickey that became his word for ghost and that's his thing for the ghost and and the dead mickey would come in and um he would watch the door open up Mm-hmm. He'd watch it swing open and swing there open, dead, dead and Mickey. there was all these things, and they were able to validate some of these things because mm-hmm. of of the things that he was talking about. Wow. Well, it turned out, I believe, that the area that they initially lived in was, and he kept saying he's got. I Dark said, well, did, I, we were, I made him color with me to talk, mm-hmm. and so we just sat there, and I made his mom sit there, and so I said, so tell me about dead Mickey. And first, I said Mickey, and he goes, dead Mickey. I went, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because Mickey is com- it's a completely different. <laughs> totally different. different so person. I said, okay. So tell me what what else. does what does dead Mickey look like? And he said, and he's coloring. So I, I think we t- we decided we were going to make like boats or something. So he and I are both making boats. And I said, um, what does he look like? And he said, he's very tall, and his skin isn't like ours. And I said, well, what is his skin like? And he said, it's it's darker. It's a darker color. But he's got green, green eyes. Oh, yeah, that's right, the green eyes. The green eyes. He said, I can see them in the, in the night. Hmm. And he's looking for his... I said, why, do you know why he's here? And he said, he's looking... Now, his mother's like this. Like, absolutely, <laughs> oh, my God, oh, my God. Like, she didn't get all this stuff from him prior. Right. And um, I said, do you know why he's here? 
and he said he's looking for his family. He thinks yeah. that we're his family or we did something to his family, but he can't find his family. And I said, well, show me where he comes from. He said he comes from over the fence, the other neighbor's yard. Mm-hmm. He comes from over the fence, and he comes through the basement. Yeah, he's under the ground. He's under the ground, and he comes up through the basement. And he's looking for his family. And I said, are you scared of him? He goes, no, I'm not really scared of him. He said, but, you know, he just, he bothers me. And they were getting ready to move at the time, too. And so he knew they were going to move. So he was amping up his attempts to communicate, too, Mm -hmm. and getting a little aggressive with his communication skills. What we we found out was uh, Dead Mickey, whether that's his name for him, um, we believe was... um, a freed slave mm-hmm. from that area right. and was looking for his family that he had somehow gotten disconnected. Now, whether where that area is, he was buried on the property or there's something still that's remaining there, mm-hmm. but this little boy could see him and was interacting with him. Yeah. Wow. And he was saying he won't go with I'm, I said, I'm going to help dead Mickey Cross and find his family. He goes, he won't go without his nephews. It was so cute. He was so <laughs> specific. But yeah, that... I'm going to get a reading from him when he's a, when he's grown up. Yeah, <laughs> We're he's, he go really him. is. He's amazing. He's he really so is talented. amazing. He's so talented. And he's all personality, and he's a happy kid. He he's is. a very happy he's kid. A cutie pie. Yeah. And part of the reason why I think Dead Mickey was getting agitated when he knew they were going to move is because ghosts, ghosts have um, they're kind of like Wi-Fi. I think um, that's to a like a, a router a spot of generation whether it be mm-hmm. their body their favorite pair of shoes their loved one that's their house you know there's something that that ghost is attached to it's it's home base it's router and it can only go so far right without getting pulled back mm-hmm. it's the classic story of you know this young girl she's in a prom dress she's outside right. the cemetery and she's crying in the rain it's always a rainy night and she's crying and people stop and let her in and she's like gotta get home to my mom she's gonna be worried and t- she looks solid they're talking they get to a certain point and boom she's gone right because her router is in the cemetery right i'm probably speaking on a term but there was um a famous author who wrote upstate uh haunted upstate mm, new york yeah david pitkin mm-hmm. and i was fortunate enough to meet david pitkin and take one of his classes in numerology and he was an amazing speaker and talked about different hauntings and one of his own personal experiences he had was driving up the hill in troy and it was a rainy night Mm -hmm. and there was a man on the side of the road and he he pulled over to basically give him a ride and the guy fell like all of a sudden just disappeared so dave was out of his mind thinking that the guy, like, you know, kind, he kind car. of looked like he was scruffy, you mm-hmm. know, like homeless. Mm-hmm. He thought, oh, my God, he went under my car. So he got out of his driver's side, went around. There was no one there. Wow. That's incredible. Just gone. He said, I got in the car, and I kept thinking, oh, my God, I've lost my mind, you know. <laughs> but he, he, it was really, that was an incredible story, but he was, he was driving up the hill and saw the man, and it was a rainy night, and wanted to stop and do good. Right. And... Was gone. Hmm. Poor soul. I know. I always feel so bad for those people. And like, you probably see them, you're driving alongside the road, and you look and you're like, is that a, a solid person? And you can usually tell the that they're not because they look photoshopped. Right. Because they're right. from a different time and place. It could be a windy day and their hair is not blowing. And I'll say, if, I, if my husband's driving, I'm like, honey, do you see that guy? He goes, 
no, I don't. Yeah. And he'll That's pull a you over. thing, Mom, I hear. That's a you <laughs> thing, Mom. Not, you know, we don't see that stuff. I see that like nursing homes and hospitals. I'll see people in like moo-moos and hospital gowns just wandering the ground. So Had I that. always yep. clear those. I clear as I go. You know, I just, I feel so bad. I had a, a gentleman confused. one time, I was at a light, and I turned around, and he was in a hospital gown, and his hair was must, and he was very confused. And in my head, I was thinking, why isn't anybody stopping right. to help this poor elderly man? Because <laughs> you're the only person I can see. <laughs> and then he was gone. And I was, oh, oh that's, why. <laughs> that's why. He may be crossing over, and he's a little confused. And then another time, I was in my car driving. And there was a truck in front of me with a flatbed on the back. And um, I could see a husband and wife, like, fighting. And then there was a little boy that, like, popped up in the rear view. And he waved to me. And he had buzz cut. And I thought he was adorable. So I'm waving back and I'm blowing him kisses. He blew me a kiss. Yeah, and then he... Then he turned, and you could see right through him. He was and like, shit. I was like, oh, wow. Do they know that that little boy's riding in the truck with them? Like, I wanted to follow them, and I thought then they're going to think, like, she's stalking us. And they're but, already fighting. Right. So. They were fighting. They were arguing. But he he was blowing me kisses. And Aww. he was, like, four years, like, probably, like, four or five years old. That's insane. Cutie pie. Yeah, I know. Not, not see, ins- this is not, why not I don't. Not, like, crazy I, insane, but, like. <laughs> Yeah, like can you cuckoo. imagine going on a date with me? Like, a, <laughs> how was your day? I saw a little boy that I think was dead in the back of his car, you know, waving to me, blowing kisses. Suddenly they're just leaving. Ghost. Ghost. Oh, that's nice, honey. <laughs> I put in a new pool liner. <laughs> oh, good for you. But no, seriously, though, that's like, that's mind-blowing. Not, I don't mean insane like you're, like, crate, like, literally. You meant lit- that. Yeah, In the did. literal sense of, like, nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, just kind of, it's crazy just in the, like, be like, oh, look at the little boy. Where did the little boy go? Yeah, that's exactly they? what's happening. What kind of shit is that? Yeah. <laughs> what, but for me, or for her to go, shut up. Like, oh. Sometimes it even startles us. Yes. Yeah, it's like, and that's, oh, my that's, gosh. When that does happen. Yeah, then you know it's really fucked up. Then. Yeah, yeah, it's really like, fucked up. And you really kind of If it's blowing you guys a, away, yeah. right, you yeah. take a moment. Yeah, so if that happens, like, in any of these episodes, there's a good chance I'll just climb on the floor and just oh, sit yeah, there. Oh, yeah, it'd be nice talk. if we had, like, some kind of energy pop up. Well, pop hopefully up our there. listeners... Um, enjoyed this and as we go forward please send us your suggestions your ideas please people do. you want to hear from on the show as well as topics you want us to discuss I am I, I know Michelle mm-hmm. and, and D. Scott are very open there's nothing that will surprise us or shock us hey, whoa, 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 probably whoa, whoa. well us Katie you, got, I. you two <laughs> huh. I may get surprised or shocked by a few things now. he's gonna start dousing himself in like holy water <laughs> right exactly garlic yeah exactly exactly <laughs> be showing up to church again preacher gonna be like, yeah. why are you you haven't been here in like 25 years I know well let me tell you <laughs> I'm hanging out with these two ladies and they're <laughs> right. scaring the crap out of me so please uh, check out Psychic on the Scene and be looking for more of our podcasts. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank for, you. For questions and stuff like that, social medias, do you guys, where? where Facebook, katiemanninghilton.com. There you go. Look at that. Yeah, and I'm Facebook, Michelle Lyons-Polito. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. <laughs>